Welcome back to State of Charge, fun, witty, weekly, inspirational podcast to help keep your spiritual batteries recharged. We are your hosts, John Mann and Matt Swartz, and it is season six surprise. Season six surprise. And we have a cool song still at the beginning. I still like that song at the beginning, just so you know. That intro? The intro song. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a um, somebody tell me they liked it this week. There you go. So there you go. Well, if you Thank like you, it, person. If you yeah. don't like it, tough. Oh, that's right. It's the one we got for at least now, right? For now. <laughs> or until your wife says change it. <laughs> until Darby <laughs> says change it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so um, since this season's on surprises, Surprise. it's going to be season six, surprise two. Yes. Very, very, very easy to remember, right? For sure. So this is the second surprise. So, so uh, excited. Interestingly, so just before we were recording, we were talking about the fact of it's it's really interesting this season because the preparation is kind of twofold, right? It's it's to keep your eyes open for like, oh my gosh, that really surprised me, and then right. and then you just have to remember because <laughs> we typically record on Tuesdays, and you just have to remember until Tuesday. What was the surprise? Yeah, this like week? so if it happens tonight, you're like, man, I got to remember <laughs> gotta this remember for a whole week. week. <laughs> exactly, but it's good. It's and when good. you get to our age, you know, remembering things to the next day is a big challenge in and of itself. Well, I, I literally had that on the ride here. I was like, okay, the first one was like a big one, but like there was a second one, <laughs> and then I remembered. So I was like, <laughs> wow, good for you. It's like walking into the room and you're like, I know I came in here for something. Oh, oh well, yeah. And then when you leave, then you remember, and you got to go back again. Sometimes it happens two or three times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was, uh, it was that, I don't know why this just triggered in my brain, but, uh, one of our listeners, shout out to Bruce, uh, we were talking yesterday and he was saying that, you know, I, I was going to comment that because I now live about 20 minutes away yeah. from where we record, where our co-working office space is. And so anytime I'm over in this area, I'd like, what else do I need to do? Well, I'm no, here. here. Cause like, sure. you know, I'm I, I, normally I was just, I was right in this area, live most of my adult life here in Gilbert. Now we're in Mesa. And and he's like, well, that's what I do every time I drop something on the floor. While I'm down here, <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> I was just like, that's awesome. Okay. There you go. That's yeah. what I you get gotta, to look forward you to. maximize your gotta time. got to maximize yeah. the time. Absolutely. So if you drop something on the floor while I'm down well, here. What can I get What else here? can I oh, get? I've been looking for that. There it was. So, so thanks, Bruce. That was good humor for me yesterday. That's fun. That's fun. So... You know, this being surprise, have you, I don't know if you've experienced this before, but, and I don't even know why I call it this, but I've always called it the red Jeep syndrome. Uh-huh. So like, you don't, you don't realize how many red Jeeps are out there until you get a until red Jeep. Until you get a red Jeep. Right. And then you see them everywhere. Right. And that's kind of like, um, what my mindset was like this week, I, I, the whole time I'm like, all right, when's the surprise going to happen? When's it going to happen? When's the surprise going to happen? So it was like constantly, constantly there. So, so does that mean there was a lot fun. of surprises? Well, we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. What, what was it like for you? Like, did you have, like, was it just something like it all of a sudden happened or were you like thinking about it? Because I was continually like anticipating something. So again, because we just moved, I'm operating from limited bandwidth. Yeah. So I, I, I can honestly say I wasn't. At the first half of the week, I was not consciously thinking about it. So yeah. my, my big surprise for me of the week happened in that season where it was like, I wasn't even looking, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, but then nice. like God showed up in something and it was just meaningful for me. It wasn't like miraculous, like in some, like I won a million dollars, but it was, <laughs> it was a big deal for me. 
but then it like alerted me of like, wow, that, that this whole series about surprise, like I, I wonder what else I'm, I'm going to see this week. So nice. the second half of the week, I think I was much more conscious because I, the more things we get moved in at our house, the more bandwidth yeah. I get back, I feel like. Yeah. So there were things that, that were happening throughout the week and I was like, well, was that the surprise? Or was that the surprise? You know, and and to me, I, I ended up answering no, because I think those would have been things that were, I mean, so like an ex, like an example, my son did really well on uh, in cross country, so right. he's going to go run state tomorrow. You know, I mean, I guess I could have said, oh, God surprised me that my son is doing really well in cross country, right? right? Or it could have been, um, oh, that was a really good message at church. But we get those on a regular basis. And so I was like, oh, you know. So for me, I was like, kind of like, is this it? Is this not it? Is this it? So it it was really, it was kind of bizarre. So I came to the conclusion for myself that at least maybe until this morning, the surprise was there was no surprise. Oh, okay. And I'm okay with that, right? So not not to make this big, like, long introduction and then just, you know, deflate the whole idea. I think sometimes for me, we we tend to, um, I, I don't know, it's kind of commercialized, right? Like, it's, think of Christmas, right? There's a lot going on, and there's there's actually You're a big... You're saying there's commercialization of Christmas? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. No, I, it's, for me, I think that... Um, I'm, I'm, it was almost like I'm prefabricating something and I didn't, Uh, you know what I'm saying? I was like really excited about it. Like, and, and so it was really, really fun. And then I was sitting there laying on my bed on Sunday night going, okay, well, we've got something to, we need to talk about, Lord, you got to give me a surprise like in one day. And he's like, no, the surprise is that there's no surprise. Um, I don't have to always uh, talk yeah. to you about stuff yeah. or, or show you where I am. Um, you know, and so things like that. And I was like, Ooh, that's really good. And then this morning driving in, there was a little surprise. It was fun. Speaking of Christmas music, which we were talking which about, we just were before, just talking about before, before recording. We, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't typically like Christmas music unless it's like within two weeks or so of Christmas, <laughs> like the day so, after Thanksgiving, they're playing or so you, you no, the, get day it. After, the day after Halloween, they're playing Christmas music in our household while we're carving pumpkins on Halloween. We are playing Christmas music. Just so you know, just, just for clarification. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay. Cause that's kind of hot, but like right after Halloween, yeah, like, all, all November, all December Christmas music is on. Wow. So anyways, so as I was driving in this morning, there was some Christmas music playing and I don't typically ever will turn purposefully turn Christmas music on. And after one of the songs, um, the, the writer of that song, I, I think it was actually Jeremy camp. Um, now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, he, he was talking about that God is always trustworthy. Mm. And so I, I, I know that in my mind and then I've heard that from my entire life but it was just it just struck me differently this morning in the midst of everything you know God is trustworthy you know? good stuff man so that was that's kind of I don't know that's that's what it was that's good so I got surprise one surprise two. Oh, okay so surprise one's kind of the wind up for surprise two nice so um 
we rented the house that we were in for four years, okay, before we just repurchased. Now we're back into a home again. Yeah. Um, Which, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. That's awesome. I'm really excited about that. Um, three years, our landlord left our rent where it was, and it was a killer deal. I mean, so we were just like, God, this is really good. Hmm. Um, we knew in year three, hey, if you sign it at least, it, the rent's going to go up. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not going to go up crazy, but mm-hmm. it's, it's going gonna, gonna to be going up. And, and even when we, when we signed that lease again, there was, there was a com- conversation of like, it's going to go up again the next year, too. It's like, just, just so you're aware, mm-hmm. like, it was great that you had those three years, but now annually, it, it, annually it's going to be going up. Yeah. So part of the thing that really pushed us on, we, you know, we're at the point right now where where our rent was is probably equivalent to a house payment with where interest rates are so low because right. house house costs are higher in right. Arizona, but the interest rate being low, it's it's like a wash. Yeah. So we had all these people telling us like, "Hey, don't buy a house right now." Hmm. But everything in us was like, "God, we feel like we heard your voice." Like. Hmm buy the uh, house like wow. don't don't be distracted by what other people are saying about a housing market like mm. and and there was a bunch of things because like one of them is like god i here's the amount i don't want to spend over and everybody's like yeah you're just you're just crazy especially for a, like a non-condo like an actual house like yeah it's just unrealistic not gonna happen which god did it so praise god and and literally it's within 40 dollars our house payment to what our From rent payment what was. rent was yeah wow. so 40 bucks friday night so we got out of our house uh, officially on, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, sorry, sorry, Thursday night, Wednesday, yeah. right there, they, they do the inspection of the house. I get an email on Thursday night that the house is back on a rental market for $600 more oh, wow. than what we were paying. Whoa. Now, granted, surprise, right? So yeah. granted, I don't know that they would have charged Char- us right. $600, but like for me, it was like, that's just the reality of the housing market in Arizona. It was yeah. like, wow, wow. Like God, if I needed a reminder, that's where it would have been going to. Yeah. So like for us, yeah. like it may not have been $600 more this year. Maybe it'd only been 300 more or 200 more. Right, but anyways, right. it would have been more than what we're currently paying for a house payment. Yeah. It would have been more than 40 bucks probably. Right. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. And so for me, it was like, God, thank you. Wow. Like you didn't have, like, why did that email get through my spam filter wow. from Zillow saying like, Hey, look at this house. It's under rental market, which is the house we had just moved out of. So it wasn't even like the other landlord Saying, no, hey, this was Zillow just, just, just sending us a, a, hey, you might be interested in this rental house. Wow. So that's like, that was pretty cool just yeah. to get something that's like, God, you're sometimes you just show us that you're really in this thing. So yeah. Thank you for that. Because yeah. it was, again, it, it's not like people were trying to be an obstruction to us moving forward, but it was just a good reminder from God of like, hey, you know my voice and I'm just going to show you like. This was my plan for you guys to, to, to get into a house. That's awesome. That is so, really amazing. Which leads to surprise too. Okay. So I'm a person who struggles with anxiety. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah. And that, that, it's, it's a constant thing for me to figure out how do I really surrender to God my anxiety and, and not mm. let it run my life. Uh, so many times for me, especially anxiety will hit me in the middle of the night. Like it's, it's just something where like if I wake up to go to the bathroom or something like all of a sudden, like my thoughts will just turn anxious. Hmm. 
And what I've realized is I used to try to just lay there in bed for hours, like go to sleep, 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 you know, count sheep, say Bible, whatever, man, like any trip, you know, trip, anything to try to get to sleep. Right, right. I've learned, hey, if if I can't sleep, just get up and go journal. Mm. Like just rather than letting the anxious thoughts run wild, like combat it, like, Mm -hmm. you know, fight it. So last uh, between when we recorded last week and this week, like, I had one of those nights where I woke up and I was like, oh man, like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Like, it's just anxiety. And, and, and a lot of it is, is I'm just tired, hmm. you know? And so it, when you're, when I'm more tired, like anxiety becomes much bigger of a deal because yeah. I'm just tired. Yeah. And big, you know, big moves, literally. <laughs> literally. So, you know. so I get up and turn on the light in the living room and pull out my journal, and I open up my Bible app. And so if there's anything, I, I, I love, so you version, man, they've done an amazing job mm-hmm. on the Bible app. And yeah. if you don't use that app, you're, you're missing out because it's yeah, great stuff. It's really good. There's a feature that they introduced at some point that I've just ignored for, I, it, it could be years, I don't know, but there's mm-hmm. this verse of the day is now got a video, like a whole like story connected with it. Like if you think of Instagram story where, mm-hmm. you know, there's each slide kind of in it. But for each one, there's for each verse of the day, there's there's a video from somebody around the world that that shares thoughts in that verse of the day. I've hmm. never I've never clicked it. I've never looked at it until that, that morning. Night. And just for whatever reason, I just I just clicked play without even thinking about it. Like I just I'm like whatever, just click it. And it was from First Peter five seven. Wow. First Peter five seven says, "Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares <laughs> for you." So here's here's for me. Why, why that was just such a meaningful surprise just in my week. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a feature I've never used in Universal. I've never clicked it. I, 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 right. I basically ignore it because I'm always just either going to yep. the Bible passage I'm looking up or the Bible reading plan I'm doing. Why that morning? I don't know. I, I just literally like, I'm just going to click this. The verse pops up. It's First Peter 5, 7. Hmm. And there was this moment for me where I understand that there could be a billion people that maybe in that moment, like God specifically put that verse that day. But for me in that moment, mm-hmm. there was just this awareness of like, God, it's not a coincidence that in the moment I needed it at 3.30 in the morning, hmm. of all the verses that could have popped up on that screen in the app, it was First Peter 5, 7. Yeah. And it just led into this time where I just started journaling. Hmm. And, and it was just like... I believe with all my heart, God desires to speak to us through his word. Mm-hmm. And if I had a dollar for every person that's told me like, you know, I opened up the Bible and I just looked at the verse in front of me and it was like, the, like if I've had a dollar, I'd have a lot of money for people of just how <laughs> God out of 66 books of the Bible can find just the perfect verse for what's going on in our lives in that moment. Yeah. And that was a meaningful surprise for me because it was like, I literally, I finished journaling, you know, kind of just a lot, lot of journaling. And I fell back to sleep. Yeah. It was just amazing. Able to uh, cast those cares, right? I, I did. I did. Which is not necessarily easy for me because it's all about control. <laughs> and I'm a control freak. That's really neat. That's really neat. Um, I think the reason why, even though it was for a brief moment because it was towards the end of my trip coming into work this morning that, that I heard that, I think one of the reasons why it stood out to me was it. I think God's going to meet us where we're at. Yeah. At that moment when you were there, you were you had anxious thoughts and there was some anxiety and he met you right there, right? Yeah. The end of the year is always a, t- a hard time for me to 
trust in God with my finances Mm. because of year end expenses, getting ready to do taxes, right? A family of six, we're getting ready to do Christmas for, um, we, we like to minister to a lot of different people during this time of year. And so there's expenses there that are above and beyond. And, uh, it always gets me a little bit stressed, you know, this time of year. And for me, it was one of those things where it's, it was just a reminder that, Hey, no matter what situations you're in, I can be trusted. Mm. Um, and that's when the, the song came on, which was another Christmas carol. It was, you know, Emmanuel, right. God with us. And um, that kind of reiterated that point that we can, we can trust in God so much so that he became like a, he became a human being so that we could be on the same relationship yeah. level with him. Yeah. Right. That, that establishes a lot of, trust and credibility, um, in a relationship with somebody is when you can be at the same level that they're at. Um, and so that was just some of the meaningful things for me this morning. I think there's a, we don't give, I mean, the theological terms, the incarnation, right? We don't give it enough credit for what you just said, right? That, um, the only way that we could ultimately have our sins dealt with is if somebody like us died in our place, Hmm. but they had to be pure and perfect, Right. Um, which means that God allows himself to go through the, the, the messy process of being born and, you know, growing up, you mm-hmm. know, spending 30 of the 33 years uh, basically living in obscurity because he wanted to be able to literally know what it is to mm-hmm. experience the human condition. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes when I, I realize that, that whole picture of maybe, you know, that's why Christmas is meaningful to me is because I, I just realized that um, it's the only religion in the world where God lowers himself in that sense to meet humans where they are versus saying to humans, you've got to elevate yourself to, to meet me where I am. Right. Yeah. It's, um, and it's also, I think, I, I'm trying to remember where I heard this. Um, it was within the last two or three weeks where there was this discussion of the Trinity. You know, you have God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit, all three into, um, one God at responding in three different, three different ways. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was interesting to me, and I don't know if I've ever really took to heart necessarily what that meant though, is that even when, when we go to heaven, Jesus is still going to be in human form. Right. It was a sacrifice that he made, not for just his time here on earth, right. but his time for here and for eternity. Mm-hmm. He's limiting himself in, in that manner. And that, that just really hit me pretty hard. Mm. And for the first time, I think I, I don't, again, I don't know if I'd ever really thought of it in that way, because once, once he ascends to heaven, you know, he's, we're going to get a heavenly body. Right. I don't necessarily believe that that's the case with him in the form of who, who the son is, I think he's going to be in human form. I think, uh, one of the cool things, you know, if you think about that is, um, you're talking about Trinity. There's a book, the guy I work with, Michael Parker talked about, uh, sometimes past fall and read, it's a great book called experiencing the Trinity, short, small book, Hmm. quick, quick, quick read in the sense it's not long, but it's, it's, it's a meaty read in the sense that the point of the book is to say, we need to learn 
how to experience community the way the Trinity experiences community amongst itself. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that when, when I think of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, I think of them mm-hmm. independently, yep. but not of their relationship to each other. Right. And that what I get when I embrace new life through Christ is not just Jesus or just the Holy Spirit, or just God. I, I get all of them yeah. and experiencing connection and community and relationship with the Trinity, hmm. um, which ultimately is supposed to teach me how to have connection relationship with you, with my wife, with my kids. Like Experiencing the, the, that, the, the fullness of the relationship of the Trinity is supposed to be how I experience the fullness of relationship in life with people. Um, but again, because we kind of segregate them out to who I need in that given moment versus seeing the, hmm. I'm not being invited into a relationship with Jesus. I'm being invited right. into a relationship with the Trinity. Right. That's a whole different picture of, of just the fullness of what I'm invited into. Um, for me at 3.30 in the morning, I, I was very aware, cast all your anxiety. It's not, it wasn't just to cast my anxiety on Jesus, but to, to step into the intimacy and connectedness and community of the Trinity in that moment. Um, cause it, it wasn't just me alone and me just needing Jesus. It was me stepping into the beauty and connectedness of the Trinity. Yeah. And, and I think it, probably because sometimes it's just such a difficult concept for us because, you know, three at one, one at three, right? Like we struggle with it that, um, maybe we don't talk about it as much of the, the true fullness of the connection of that relationship. Hmm. But if we truly want to understand how to experience life, we have to look at how to the, how the Trinity connects and communicates and and lives the fullness amongst itself. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. I don't know if I've ever, I mean, I, I know that, I mean, even in Genesis, when, when you're looking at creation, you know, he talks, the the scripture is listed in, in, um, in more, more than one, um, in created in our image. You know, and so I know that there's there's things in in scripture that teach us that, but it'd be interesting to do kind of a, a study on what does it look like to have a relationship with all three, and yep. how do we turn that into a relationship with people that we're interacting so the book, with? The book is called "Experiencing the Trinity: yeah. Living in the Relationship at the Center of the Universe" by Daryl W. Johnson. Wow! So great book. There you go. That's good. I highly recommend it. Very nice. Cool. So are you doing anything this next week that's going to spur some surprises on, do you think? I think, I think for me, um, I, I didn't do the version of what you did of like being hyper vigilant and aware. Like I, I, I think for me, again, I was so overwhelmed. I, I'd like to stay in that, that, that side where I was last week where legitimately like, I was just, I was just literally surprised. Yeah. I know there's a part of me that's consciously aware, but uh, yeah. I don't think I'm going to do anything different. I'm just going to just see what God see what God does. You know the the thing for me it was a it was a great lesson for me is because um, I think sometimes I think things have to be big and grandiose and and to catch my attention or and I, I think I need to allow myself to find God in the quiet spots. Yeah. You know. And when hear that still that still small voice, um, and to be ready for it, still being anticipating for it, um, but God's not going to always make this great grand entrance 
and define something in my right. life uh, that he wants me uh, to learn. It, it could be waking up in the middle of the night and doing a journal. It, it, it yeah. could be watching my son run his cross country meet. Um, it, it could be uh, going to church and, and hearing a hymn, and and that's fine. And th- I that's, think the that's thing great. I have to I separate to is be careful. It, it's 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 big for me. So surprise was big. It may not sound big to anybody else. Right. That's that's the thing that I had to separate out of my mind is, God, I'm looking for these experiences where you show up for me. Hmm. And it, it, I don't care. Like if somebody's like, it, it may look good for somebody else of how big that has to be to garner their attention. Yeah. Um, I think there's parts of me. I, I know there's, I'm this weird conundrum of complexity and yet simplicity. Hmm. And that's always that battle within me. Sometimes, based on what it is, I make things way too complex. But there's this other side of me that just is pretty simplistic in a lot of ways in life. And I think part of what I think is amazing is to see God show up in some of the simplest ways sometimes because it was big for me in that moment. Um, There's a meeting I have with somebody next week, and um, I'm looking forward to it. And it it probably will be the surprise for me of of it it will record next week after before this meeting happens, but Mm -hmm. it's God redeeming my story. Hmm. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's, it's like, I'm already anticipating the surprise because anytime God takes brokenness and pain of our past and multiplies it and blesses it Mm -hmm. by us being able to use our story to encourage somebody else. Like I love stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there are things I can look ahead and say like, God, I I am going to be completely surprised by what you do. And I don't even know what's going to happen yet because you're going to redeem my story. Yeah. And that's awesome. He never uses, he never lets a story go unused, you know, or, or an experience uh, go unused that we can't use for his intent and purposes, you know. So it's going to be fun. I think for me, I'm just going to do a little bit more of what you did. Yay. I'm, I'm not going to be looking for that red flashy Jeep. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be going through, um, you know, the, the week and the days. And I, I want to be anticipating something from the Lord yeah. and, and, and be on the lookout for it. But I don't think I'm going to be, um, you know, as, as, uh, hyper vigilant, hyper focused <laughs> on it as, as, cause we came out of last week's, um, session and I was really, really excited and I was just like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And, um, but his, his still small voice is, is yeah. still much, much larger than, than sure. we, than we can for ever sure. ask or imagine. So till next week, till next friend. week for surprise three, Sounds good. All right, man. Thanks, Matt.